What's good is Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And this is not another, another damn, damn podcast. podcast. Presented by our damn, damn selves. selves. 106 now? 106. 106 in Park? 106 <laughs> Jams? Soul 106. Shout out Mike Love and Lady Red yes. on the morning mixtape. <laughs> How you doing? Hey. Or... One Power 106 Rockford. Shout out to uh, my listeners who supported me the last six years on Rockford yes. Nights, getting it in from 6 to 10. I wrapped that up Friday night. And um, new endeavor on the way. I can't give any details right now, but I will say um, I think I celebrated by having some breakfast, maybe. Or I might go to the club and celebrate. Oh. What do you think? Have some breakfast or go to the club? What do you think? Why breakfast not? or club? Why not do both? Okay, breakfast <laughs> or club. Hmm, let me think about that. But keep it locked. I'm um details coming soon, and that's all I'm saying before I get myself in trouble. So I'm not supposed to be talking about these details, but I had to put that out there. <laughs> and uh, before we get it cracking, shout out the lovely jazz creator of J School. Hey, girl. It's the first fitness belt that covers your entire midsection and provides 100% comfort during your workouts. Yeah. yeah. Rock your J School. Get that body right. Yes. Summertime shy. Ain't nothing like it. Yeah, right and tight. <laughs> mm hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what's up right there. Uh, where we, should I begin? Hmm. Hmm. Oh, happy birthday to our late great dad. Yes. Mansoor. Mene. Mene. Love you. Yes, yes. <laughs> put the, that out there. The jazz man. Jazz aficionado. <laughs> He's the one that introduced me to jazz. So if you see me rocking some jazz, that's where I got it from. Yeah. And that's like the memory that I just keep then, on seeing we the theme. We're talking about jazz music, not jazz J-Skull. Not jazz. <laughs> <J-Skull, yeah. laughs> We're talking about the jazz music. With connects, right? guy. <laughs> right. Yeah, so it's funny. We mentioned jazz. Talk about that. People think, no, nah, that's a different jazz. <laughs> And not jazz in the first mm-hmm. prince, not that jazz. Not Jazzy Jeff. They got thrown <laughs> out the off the porch <laughs> bongo field every episode. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's the good memory that I do see that everybody when they posted to comment about dad's birthday, they're like, and he was just jazz, mm-hmm. and he was just jazz. So that I that's got about a hundred likes on that pic I posted, mm-hmm. something like that. So people showed love, yeah, yeah. birthday love, yeah. Also, sparking of birthday love, um, the purple one would yes. be 61. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I can't imagine Prince is 60. It's crazy. The purple one, Mr. Prince Rogers Nelson. Oh, shout out to everybody who's at the Pink Giraffe over the weekend. Um, nice. We did another print paint and sip. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah, that one. It was a um, nice turnout. One of the the funniest, most random. I'm about to make you laugh oh, now. God. The random that showed up. Um, oh, Morris Day's brother was there. It's, what? <laughs> it's hilarious. Did he look like Morris? Yes. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. He was short. Like he looked like had the slick back hair. Yeah, he, he looked like he, he definitely was his brother. Oh my god! And he came and said, "So I appreciate you playing some of my brother's music." <laughs> and then he just do a double take, like. It was just the funniest <laughs> shit ever. It was like Morris Day's brother was there. <laughs> Who he looks like now, like when I now I think about it, he kinda resembled you you know the actor Abba Baba Tunde. Yeah. So now I can't unsee it like Abba Baba Tunde kinda looks like Morris's brother. Cause that's what the guy looked a little bit like. <laughs> like the actor Abba Baba Tunde. From how he was the Dean and how high, like he was, the, life, he was the guy, the old man in life, the one who uh, yeah. <laughs> was like the narrator of the story. In life, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And well, so he was on half and half. He was the he dad on half um, and half. Mona and Dee Dee's father. Yeah. 
Like you know his face. Like if you don't yeah. know, like you've seen him in dozens mm. and dozens of Dude's stuff. Dude's a veteran actor. Yes, but that's who Morris is. Brother reminded me of. I thought about it. <laughs> so I wonder <laughs> are Morris and I of a tune they related. I wonder. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> but can you imagine just like I'm just up there DJing and then Morris Day's brother was there. It's like hilarious. Yeah. That is crazy. <laughs> it reminds me almost. I'm about to tell some stories. Is um. When um Billy Sparks came up to the stage, because he you knows Billy Sparks, the guy, the club owner from Purple Rain. You should see my face right that's now. That's my program director, Jay Allen's buddy. Is like, so you just walk into the stage, and the dude from Purple Rain is sitting in the yeah. office. <laughs> I would have been like, Instagram. <laughs> and what's funny, when, you, when shit like that happens, you want to just slip into that mode, but you got it not too much. It's like, yeah, he's squeezing you, kid. Better kick ass tomorrow night else. It's like, but the, the line he said after sex, you whatever that was. What's up with this uh with this one song? Just one song, song shit. shit. You just want to break into the line. <laughs> Nobody digs your music but yourself. Yo. <laughs> you just want to break into the line. Just like <laughs> Yeah, we're showing our age now. Oh, and then like Morris's brother almost went into that mode. Like, well, I said, why don't you stay for a while? I'll see how it's done. I said, let me so not sexy. do it. So I'm not gonna be that dude. <laughs> no, I would just start taking pictures quick. Mm-hmm. Click. I think some Click. people did. Um, I saw her Erica. She got a pic of him because he did the photo booth. So she definitely got that one. <laughs> well, man, I went to the picture. Yeah. Dang, I wish I was there. I would have taken a picture. But fun times, fun times. The painting tips are always lit. Um, they are. Hey, Tupac next weekend. I'm just saying. Nice. Mm. Holly, if you hear me. And then as I do more of my painting sips, uh, mm-hmm. I'm collecting my portraits now. I'm collecting mm-hmm. them, and then I'm just going to hang them. Yeah, I see. You got Jill Scott. You got Prince. Prince so yeah. so put a nice collection. As again. I build them, I'm just going to hang them, and then that's going to mm-hmm. be my art mm-hmm. in my house. That's there what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out Tony Wade, speaking of art. Yeah, I just had to throw that in there. Of too. course. Cousin yeah. Tony. <laughs> yeah. Skills. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. He's a real artist, unlike us. We're amateurs and we do our painting <laughs> tips. Hey. Tony got that real heat. <laughs> Tony is uh, Bob Ross. Yes. He was like, hey, I went to- Tony's things looks like Bob Ross's. Ours looks like yours when, um, after that. Like- Ours looked like the girl the from, um, what was that, from Nine of the Team movie where she had the stick figures. <laughs> oh, look how talented you are yeah, with Chris Evans. After she was doing that. Doing the whole like yeah, the, artist, like, yeah, like the, yeah, that. It was, a, it was a stick figure. <laughs> that's how my eyes look. That's part of the inspiration for this damn podcast. As you know, like, not another team movie. That's part of the inspiration right. for not another damn podcast. We love that movie, in case you can't tell, but uh, that's part of the motivation for our title of this podcast. Yes. Uh, so there you go. Now you know. <laughs> the more you know. Right, right. <laughs> Want to start with Jay Z? Congrats to the Hamal yeah. Hove. First hip hop billionaire, according to Forbes. Holla at your boy. Obi. Yeah. That's right. Forbes announced that Jay Z hip hop billionaire. Yeah. A lot of people thought it was Dr. Dre, but um the thing with Dre is um he sold to, uh, the Apple. company mm-hmm. was a billion. The beats was a billion dollar company. Yeah. He he didn't get that full billion. Yeah. He sold a company for that, but his share wasn't. He got quite like seven hundred yeah, million. Got close, something like that. He got close. Jay actually crossed that threshold, yes. yeah. Black billionaires. Black billionaires. Black excellence. What, what Beyonce said, you just might be a black Bill Gates sitting to make it. What Beyonce yeah, said, yeah. she said, you might be a black Bill Gates in the making. Mm-hmm. And hubby, mm-hmm. hubby putting it down. Mm-hmm. He getting one step closer to that black Bill Gates. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, just, I like what Jay is doing. I like that he's, you know, investing his money. Like, he's, 
Like, you know, like they want to got try, so many companies. Yes. And they want to try to put it down because it's like, oh, he he's from the Marcy Projects. He sold drugs. He did whatever. Shut up. It's funny. You went in the Trump voice when you did. Oh, that I shit. did. Oh, that was just. <laughs> oh, that wasn't even it's intentional. Freddie and Slip like a that motherfucker. That wasn't even intentional. <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's funny, though. <laughs> Subconscious. Like you said, Freddie. Subconscious. Subconscious. No, but they do do that, like try to talk stuff about him. But it's like, uh, like the old Chris Rock joke where he said that, you know, like the people, like they were bootleggers, like the kiddies and like the Most Rockefellers or whatever. Fortunes were built on. Some corruption. <laughs> most of them. Not all, but most are built on like, some corruption. Chicago is a mafia town. Al Capone. Like I know this about my city. I mean, yes. I'm not I'm not no shade. I love my city, but mm. mafia town. I wonder if it was the character Fat Tony loosely braced on Al Capone from The Simpsons. That one, he, he, might have, very he seems a little Capone ish to me, like how Capone. he runs Springfield. Yeah. That's how Capone was in Chicago back in like mm-hmm. the early parts of the, the uh, yeah. 20th century. <laughs> Which I'm still mad they got rid of his vault. Mm-hmm. It's condo. Uh, oh, it's condo now. Blame that 100% on Geraldo. After he did <laughs> that whole expose, and they said we got to blow the whole thing up because of Geraldo. It was a bit of a landmark, and then Geraldo did his dumb stunt. I want to come in and investigate without, it. He could have lied. It's television. He could have planted something there. Like plant some drugs in there, or plant a skeleton in there, or something. It's like plant like some old money, like you could have planted currency. something. Yeah. It's like yeah, like, if you're gonna do that, like lie. I'm saying, yeah, wow, come on, this, yeah. is, this is a original minute coins, like you know, like gold coins from yeah the, yeah. the 1800s. Or whatever. Yeah, do something like that. There's gold in our hills, you know. Do whatever. Human yeah. remains, like we don't, whose body we don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We found a tooth. <laughs> yeah, plant something. It's like we found something, but it was just like was it, it like a it, it was nothing wasn't like there. a jam bottle with like, like newspapers. newspapers. Yeah, <laughs> it was like crap in there. <laughs> Talking about the the, the the when the Cubs won the World Series in 1908 or whatever fucking year it was. <laughs> oh, that would be worth a lot now. <laughs> that paper. <laughs> Yeah, that would be worth some money now. <laughs> what clown? But now, like I said, it's like it's like co-op condo. It's yeah. like that now. Yeah, they tore all that down in the 90s. All yeah, that I was going. like, that's whack. Yeah. yeah. You got to preserve the landmarks. Yeah. But getting back to Jay, oh, um, yeah. <laughs> you saw the controversy that happened at the um, Warriors-Raptors mm-hmm. finals game. And this damn beehive, man. Mm-hmm. Y'all going to get it right now. So come, I'm, I'm ready for the smoke mm-hmm. come from me. It's like... Cause I'm about to take take a bit of a dump on the beehive because of this incident. Yeah, so I'm ready for and this. And shout out to Kev on stage, uh, the comedian. I know you okay. you follow his. Uh, Kev. Yeah, Kev. Shout out to him because Kev he said like what I've been saying, what I've been thinking a while ago. Like, who has time to like type B emojis at like three in the morning? Like. Don't you have work in the morning? Like, I mean, I have. What the hell are you doing at three o'clock in the, in the morning? The only time I'm up at three in the morning is like if my because I'm trying like wean my son. Like if he just wants to nurse at me at three mm-hmm. o'clock in the morning, I'm not up at three o'clock in the morning by choice. I'm putting in work when I'm up at that time. So <laughs> I might be trying to nurse a crying up, child. Not up yeah. like typing beehive emojis. Yeah, I'm, up I'm at not either. At work when I'm, I'm not either. I was radio on your overnights, damn it. But the controversy. I'm um, getting back to this controversy. Yes. Um. Golden State's wife, the wife of the Golden State owner, uh, her name is Nicole Curran, mm-hmm. is um she was sitting there with Jay Z and Beyonce, the wife, the let's, wife of the owner say, of the Warriors owner. Yeah, let's let's let's, wife, let's yeah. emphasize that not baby mama, not girlfriend, not dip, not side yeah. piece. His mm-hmm. wife, 
Okay. You no, know, J and B were courtside for the game. Right. The Oracle. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a picture of her leaning in and speaking to Jay-Z. And Beyonce was making a face or something. Yeah. You know, the internet took that and like ran with it. They mm-hmm. made a meme out of it. Yeah. A GIF or whatever the fuck you yeah. call it. They took it. Of her like staring with the blank stare, like, mm-hmm. like why am I here? Mm-hmm. Like that. But um, she explained what was going on. Like, because nobody's that fucking bold to like, you're going to holler at Beyonce's husband right in front of Beyonce sitting there. And at the end of it, um, like uh, after like Beyonce, they was like, Beyonce gave like a shove, like she gave like a nudge. Like, mm-hmm. That's what it looked like on the video. Mm-hmm. But here's what really happened is um, she said she was asking what they wanted to drink. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was even Oracle. Oracle wanted the loudest arena yeah. in the country. So she had to lean in. Jay couldn't hear. Like, okay, yeah. what do you want? She had to lean in. Yeah. And that's the picture. And first, of all, uh, and first of all, she said in her explanation on her post that, you know, I'm a happily married woman. Yes. First of all. Married I'm a ha- to a billionaire. She don't yeah. need your billionaire. She got she her, her own, own billionaire. billionaire. He's, he owns a fucking team. Yes. Yeah, so she's got my language. He owns a team. Yeah, she got her own. Yeah, she, he's a majority and Jay was a minority. Yeah. He owner with the, he, with the Nets. So no there pun you intended with minority <laughs> right just, there. Yeah. No pun intended. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's like he owns a team. It takes a lot of money to own yeah. a team. So I'm pretty sure she's good with who yeah. she's married to. Yeah. And then like she's like, no, I'm good. And then she said, Jay's that, a man, but I'm good. I'm pretty but sure. But Jay like and that. Beyonce, she was like, they were their guests. Yes. They, they invited, were invited them. to Oracle. So they were invited. You're the owner's wife. You can't invite whoever you want to invite. Courtside, yeah. Courtside. So of course, Beyonce, Jay Z, I mean, like, even though they get the red carpet, they got money several times over, but ain't nobody like, if you ask me, you want to go to uh, Courtside Files? Hell yeah, I'll go to Courtside. <laughs> Jay yeah. used to do that all the time when, he, when, down he, was, when he was part owner of the Nets. Like he used to, he had his seats tickets. right by the um, Nets bench. Mm-hmm. This they were right there, and like you would see all the celebs would be sitting there all the time. Mm-hmm. That's where Jay and B sat when they were at games. Then you see like like Chris Rock sitting there randomly. Like, yeah. like Jay would like give his seats out yeah. his courtside seats you to where he wanted. Want to go see a Nets game? Hell like yeah. anybody's into. Ain't nobody trying turned, to get on that level. Ain't nobody sit, turned out for tickets. We sit courtside at Barclays. I'm trying to get that. So, yep. Hey, I'm just saying. Put that Speaking energy out there. Yeah. For Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. The Garden. Or the United Center. Let's get yeah. well, yeah. Hopefully the Bulls don't suck by then. But keep it, getting back to this um, yeah. Warriors situation. So it's like, so <laughs> she was like, I'm a happy married woman. They were my guests. And I was asking him, did he want lime in his vodka? Yeah. You're just asking for his drink. Uh-huh. And like with anybody, um, well, it looks like, I mean, like if somebody's leaning over talking, like, you know, you do get like personal, okay, space. personal space. That's all that is. Like, I don't like people around me like that. It's, it's not because. And they say that's what it just looks like. I said, you guys. It's like, I don't like space. all these motherfuckers. <laughs> you little, yeah, like mm-hmm. arm's length. It's like, that's well, a, I get I'm that like, you have to lean. And that's why like, she had to loud. put the arm out to push her back a little yeah. bit. Okay, yeah, this. Just a little, give me just six little inches. Bit. Give me yeah. a little bit of room. That's but it's very loud. Oracle's very loud. It's very loud. It's, um, it might be the loudest arena in the mm-hmm. NBA. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never been there, but that's what I hear. Oracle is like, it's like the old Chicago Stadium mm-hmm. was like the loudest arena. Well, like, arena if we go back football, the they yeah. say like Seattle is like yes. super loud. Like, you can't mm-hmm. even, <laughs> like, if Seattle yeah. is, mm-hmm. yeah, it's crazy out there. Mm-hmm. But it's like in any sporting event, it's going to be very loud. If you've mm-hmm. ever been to a sporting event, a concert, something like that. Now imagine the NBA Finals is like the biggest thing in basketball. Come on, mm-hmm. you know it's loud in there. Yeah, and then she mm-hmm. said that's what was going on. But this lady said on her Instagram, and I read her post. She said that you know, like people were like giving a her damn death, beehive death they threats gave her to the woman. Death yeah. threats? For what? 
Why are you giving death threats mm-hmm. to what? what? Mm-hmm. Who does that? It's crazy, man. And it's like, and y'all need she to. She said, there's no, I was just trying to be a good hostess. I'm reading it I'm right just now. trying yeah. to be a good hostess. She said, I've never experienced cyberbullying like this. I can't believe our players, our players go through this. Yeah, the kids go through this. So she's talking about yeah, the the cyberbullying. Yeah, it's like, like she had no idea. Like when you just lean you just having a regular kind of yeah, you want limiting your shit or whatever, yeah. Mm-hmm. He had no idea you were about to be uh attacked by the damn beehive. And it got so they bad. Yeah, they stingers out. It got so bad that even uh like, cause like I've seen the beehive in action, like, oh, yeah. like uh, they did to uh, I'm gonna call them out. The beehive is ridiculous. Yeah, they did to like uh, oh, let me just break real quick. Who's uh more? Who has the most obsessive fan base? Is it LeBron, Beyonce, or Trump? Who has it? <laughs> who has it? Cause they all, they all be, they all be ridiculous with theirs. No, Let's my call answer it. is they all be not say right now. They you, all be ridiculous. You know who I'm gonna say? <laughs> they, yeah. You know I'm gonna say. But yeah, I'm they gonna... all be ridiculous with it because it's like no matter what, their people like. Here's the thing. You can be a fan of somebody, but guess what? We're all human. We're all flaws. We yeah. all fuck up. Everybody makes a mistake. I, we all do. I got to add a fourth one to that list now. We all make like, mistakes. In recent months, from what I've been seeing, you got to add R. Kelly to that list now, too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know his fans were as obsessed as like the Beehive and like Trump. Is that, they are. like after this. Yeah, I didn't realize that R. <laughs> R. Kelly was on that level, but apparently his fans are like that as well, too. Continue. So that's the vote. Who's what? Are those four? Who has the worst? Because it's like you can be a fan, but don't be obsessed. I'm fans of a lot of stuff, but guess what? Um, I shit on something. It's the same like, time. Like if something is like if something that was whack. Like I'm yeah. gonna be like that. I'm a Bulls fan, but the Bulls are fucking the Bulls trash. Are trash. <laughs> They're terrible right now. Shit. <laughs> Rest in peace, Salik. But the Bulls are trash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> yeah, we're terrible right now. <laughs> It lost 60 games. Like, you're not good if you lose 60, 60 games in a season. 60 games. <laughs> I had Bulls tickets I couldn't give away this past year. Yeah, because I didn't take them. Exactly. He I was like, you and Marcus, <laughs> you and Marcus, and Ariane want to go? No, we good. Yeah. <laughs> he said that, no, we good. And it was happening during the weeks so I would have been in class, so I would have gone. I would have even called off class if it was the better. I was like, I'm not missing class for this shit. For this shit. <laughs> I was like, so I'll just give these tickets away. I'm not taking class off for this trash team. No. <laughs> but, uh, no, so... Back to it, or it got so bad. Like I said, I've seen like the beehive in action. Um, because uh, Tamara, uh, Maury, uh, it, Housley, Housley, that's her married name on the not the view, the real, she's yeah, on. the real. She talked about like, uh, you know, like her starstruck moment that you know, she was like, uh, Jay Z does have Zenith Choir, whatever, because she said, that, swag. she said she met Jay Z at the premiere of the Clumps, that's mm-hmm. where she met him at. And uh, I met Jay Z twice. Only, uh-huh. only really remember one of those meetings. Cause like the first, I remember the first when the Blueprint album came. But that's the yeah. pick up post all the time for my right, throwback right. Thursday with Jay. And then the other one, the other one is like it was a group pick a with group like pick. Courtney and Stone and yeah, Leon. Yeah, you was, like, was, I was like, I don't remember this picture. Like, I don't even remember it, but I'm in the <laughs> picture, like, so I was there. Obviously, yeah, I was I like, I met Jay Z a second time. I saw so the Think Lisa E is in the picture. Like, yeah, Lisa's in the picture. I think Lisa was the one who I think it's her picture. Yeah, her picture. Yeah, she took it like a group shot of the team. Yeah. <laughs> Post direct. It might have been on his birthday. Happy birthday, Jay Z. I was like, yeah. I honestly don't remember it. Her boss was like, ah, oh, that's what's up. I'm like, I don't even remember, I don't remember that this. meeting. Like, I met him <laughs> twice, but I guess <laughs> I meet so many people, it starts running together. That's all that is. Like, it all starts running together <laughs> after one. But Tamira was saying that uh, she met him at the Nuggy Professor uh, premiere, mm-hmm. and she said that you know they were walking the red carpet, and then she said that 
it's just something about it. She said that uh, she felt, she said, I straightly found myself asking him, can I have a piece of gum? You know, or just like, you know, she was like, she just Jay does herself, have this way. She said she just found herself being drawn about to him to tell or something. I'm going to tell a story right now. I'm going to name names. <laughs> uh, Shout out Michelle. Um, she's um, uh, used to be all. Um, going to come after him. Yeah, I'm not going to give her a last name. I don't want him to come after her. But um, mm-hmm. she's once again a married woman. But, um, you know, just when Jay was at the station the first time, Blueprint album mm-hmm. time. And um, everybody was, you could tell one of the celebrities up there, everybody was hanging in the hall. They wanted yeah. to get their pick with him. And she said she was working in sales or traffic. I think sales. She said sales at the time. And she mm-hmm. came to get her pick in there, and she's not ugly. It's like saying Michelle. Mm-hmm. And so when Jay saw her, he said, hey, what's up, sexy? And then, like, she, like, like that made her fucking day. She was like, oh, my God. And Jay-Z called me sexy. I mean, like, she, she was talking about that shit for weeks. Like, I'm like, <laughs> well, <laughs> shout yeah. out Michelle, but that was a funny moment. <laughs> <laughs> but when Tamara just said that, and you think about it, the Nutty Professor, the clumps came out in what, 99, 2000, something like that? Something like that. Around that time. So it came yeah. out way before. Because around when, when Janet's All For You album mm-hmm. was out. Because that came, um song, I think, from the movie was on it that. It doesn't matter, matter what you It was on the clumps, and it was also yeah, on the All For You album. Mm-hmm. So I think whatever year so that album came out. This is prior to Beyonce and Jay Way before they started even dating. dating but then the beehive, like they were like, you better watch yourself, Tamara, because you being you being Stay a little away slick. From Beyonce's man. Tamara is married with kids. Mm-hmm. This happened like in 1999. To like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Really, really? Like, what are you talking about? And I saw a video. I'm about to put name names against, but these are public figures, so I'm not naming mm-hmm. names. Shout out Kendra G. From oh yeah, I watched her video. When <laughs> see Leon, Kyle, and Kendra, yes, um, they were talking about. And I rock with Kendra most of the time. But Kendra's I'm like, like the president uh, of the BI. I'm yeah. like, I, I can't rock. Kendra's with the president of the BI. I can't yeah. rock with some of the stuff. I rock with what she was saying because that like Beyonce she, shit, I can't fuck. Because she though. she called them out saying that Beehive, you did go too far. Because she said making death threats that was not acceptable. Mm-hmm. Making death threats, but Kyle and Leon was saying the whole thing. Was but then when she it's went, like, but then when yeah. she went on saying yeah. the whole thing about like, well, we have to protect our queen. And Be- like, if she don't give a fuck, why do you? That's what Leon thing, and Kyle Beyonce, kept saying. Beyonce, a grown woman. Beyonce and I are the same age. She's a grown woman. Mm-hmm. Nineteen eighty one. We grown women. I don't need nobody speaking up for me. And they say, why don't you me? lead her by her, to follow her I example? I don't need no one speaking up for You me. never hear Beyonce throwing shade. It's you like, don't. yeah, so once you, since y'all such fans, follow your example. Yeah. Beyonce takes the high road. She Michelle Why do y'all got to come down here? She Michelle Obama's yes. that. If y'all want to aspire to be like Beyonce, take her role. Like, Beyonce don't be like throwing shade. Beyonce's mm-hmm. not Cardi B and shit. Like Beyonce, <laughs> <What are you>? <laughs> <laughs> I love Cardi. <laughs> she like, ain't Tiffany Hash. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Beehive also came after Tiffany Haddish. It mm-hmm. <laughs> came after her heart. Remember that? She ready. <laughs> but she ready, so be- Tiffany could handle it. Yeah. yeah. But they did come after her ass, too. But it's like you... It's like the whole, she needs protection, this and that. I'm like, she's a grown woman. The video is the funniest shit ever when Kendra dropped the F yeah, on live on the that. radio. She she said, and I was like, whoa. And Leon and Kyle started tearing the yeah, studio they started, off. Yeah, that was funny. That made me laugh. This is like the funniest shit ever. But it's like the beehive. I mean, but I think that. That's why, that's why I love morning radio. Hint, hint. Go ahead. <laughs> I think that you can be a fan of somebody, but you don't have to be obsessive. And then it even got so bad that Beyonce's publicist got on on the Instagram. It had to be like, okay, like, you know. Cut like, that shit like, out. Like, we appreciate the beat. We love you. This, 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 but 
the death threats. That's, Love you, but knock that that's, shit that's off. That's way basically. too much. It's like we uh we don't we will never promote hate. We promote mm-hmm. love in this organization. Like we still are the beehive. We still want the beehive, but we not about that that hate. We promote mm-hmm. love. And then somebody came back and commented, and they said, um, "We don't take orders from nobody. Like not even like like hove. We not even saying taking nothing from hove. Like it has to come directly. Like, you know so who Beyonce are you to say herself? Beyonce to say herself. Knock that shit off, basically. And I'm like her. So not yeah, even they, they off the chain. So not even her out. husband can. And this is the one y'all keep like y'all like mad about this whole situation with her husband. And my whole thing is, um, at the end of the day, it's like if somebody any the beehive is ridiculous. Any executive decision that anybody has to make when you're married, it's your spouse that makes the executive decision. Like if you're on your deathbed, are you pulling the plug? Yes or no. The spouse decides. If you die, if you, you die, get everything. The spouse gets everything. Yes. Y'all don't get shit. The spouse gets everything. Mm-hmm. That's just hierarchy. And yeah. then the kids get everything after that. Yeah, both of mom died and the kids are next in line. So a dilemma now I have for the beehive. Since uh since uh even Jay-Z can't say nothing and this mm-hmm. and that. So if at some point, mm, let's say in ten years. If Blue Ivy becomes a rebellious teen and Beyonce mm. starts having trouble with her mm. child, so are you going to go against her child? Mm. That's a real That's question. An interesting one there. That's a real question because so kids, knows, um, kids rebel sometimes. Who knows where the Beehive will be even then? It's yeah, like, I'm yeah, just saying. They might be on something else. They but might, might be. be on something else. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> But that's a real question. Like, if even if her husband kids, they like, I mean, sorry, the kids. That's all. The what's name apparently is a member of the Beehive too. With Gary with the T from the Ricky Smiley Morning it's Show. Gary. I'm trying to hip you <laughs> with the T. Good morning, America. Y'all know Gary with the motherfucking T. Yeah. With the flamboyant shirts. Yeah, I love his shirts. Yeah, shout out Dish Nation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, with um Gary with the T, like, because when they were talking about Jay Z being the billionaire, he was talking about where's, but he got more than Beyonce, and it's like. Yeah, like um, like Jay been around longer because that's what Brad and like the other and head crack the other mm-hmm. team trying to say. Yeah, Jay got more because he got more businesses. He got than more her, businesses, and he's her. been around longer. Yes. So like, even his music catalog is more than mm-hmm. hers because he's been around since '96 and shit. Like, yeah. like Jay been putting out music a long time. So bitch, like, who you with? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I listened to Jay Z in yeah. high school. So <laughs> like Jay been around long it's ass a hard fucking knock time. Life. Yes. So it's Can like, I get a, ooh, you're talking ooh. about like Jay Benner and like look at all the shit like title. That's Jay Z and Jay-Z. shit. Yeah. Um, Rock Nation Sports. Right he manages like Kevin I think Kevin Durant, Durant is Kevin one, Durant of, his, um, one of his people, um, yeah. his talents that are signed with Rock Nation Sports. Yeah, like um, I think the the, the forty forty at the fucking Barclay. That's yeah. Jay and shit. Yeah. Um, he got the, a lot of businesses. Drink, uh, yeah. The, um, the Ace of Spade. Um, he the, um he got two drinks. He got the Ace of Spade. Um, champagne. And he got that um his other liquor company. What's okay. the other one? The uh, one you were about to name. Is it Armadale? No. Is that it? I don't know. I'm not sure. But I, I might know be Ace it. of Spade. I know yeah. Ace of Spade is the champagne. Mm-hmm. And then he has another um liquor as well, too. Mm-hmm. So you got two liquor companies, like manages um athletes. Like Jay got a lot of businesses going. Yeah. All he owns artwork. He talked about that in um, yeah. Yeah, his album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Jay Multiple got a, streams of income. Yes. <laughs> then he like real estate. I think Jay owns like Several million dollar properties in New York City. So yeah, so yes, Jay is a billionaire. He got, and Gary kept trying to say, "Well, well, Beyonce more popular." How Jay? I was like, "Stop being a B.I.F. Popularity, <laughs> like, yeah. Like you could be as popular as you want to be, but yeah, we're not. We talking about money, not popularity. Like at one point, 
At one point, them Jersey Shore kids were the most popular thing on earth. Yeah, they, they didn't have as <laughs> much Snooki money. Snooki didn't, like, didn't have, um, wasn't a billionaire. Snooki ain't have. Snooki and JY weren't billionaires. They didn't have Zuckerberg money. Yeah, yeah. They didn't have Mark Z- or Tom from MySpace. They didn't have yeah, Tom, Tom money. Tom Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know his last name. I just called him Tom. Because everybody just called him Tom from MySpace. Yeah. He was your first friend. Yeah. The thumbs up. Tom had the greatest come up ever. How yeah. He sold MySpace for like, I think, 700 million or some shit. To um Rupert Murdoch and them, and then that shit flopped, and then they sold it for something like like three million or something. They lost a ton of money. On that. Like Tom got the fuck out when he saw that shit like was about to pop. Yeah, he said, "Okay, yeah, I'll sell that shit." Cause remember when that was out when MySpace was popular, and one of my and one of our interns at Power, I'm not naming his uh, name, but he said, "Like I wouldn't have sold it, man. He dumb as hell for that." I was like you don't know how long this MySpace exactly. shit is gonna be. I was like, "Take that money." Tom did exactly Take that the right money. thing. And a few years later, when that shit imploded. And then Fox ended up selling it for like three million. Like, see, I told you, mm-hmm. Tom made seven hundred million, and they lost like what, like seven hundred million essentially. Yeah, because yeah. like, they ended up they sold it for like almost nothing. Not what good they economics, for. Yeah. yes. Because if the bottom fell out, like, because uh, like is that like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, other media, social media became more that. popular. Mm-hmm. So like. The the Fox said, "Let's get some of our money let's back." Some of it. So they dumped that shit. Yeah. And that's what that's just basic one on one sales and stuff like that. Like, like you um, want to get something. It's like the um the end scene in Trading Places. I'm taking you back now. Nah. <laughs> How um when Valentine and Winthorpe um when they were they were doing commodities, yeah, frozen orange juice. The Dukes had thought they had the um the crop report the scoop, in yeah. advance. The inside scoop. And so there it goes. It's like buy, 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 buy. Because they thought that um people were going to want the frozen orange juice. Because mm-hmm. they thought the crop report was going to be affected mm-hmm. by that. So, But Valentine and Winther were like selling, 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 selling. selling, selling. selling. And then, what like, are they doing why here? Why is the price going down? Wait. That can't be right. Unless they crop report, then they realized yeah. they had to have been fucked. Yeah. So then when the, the, the um, director the of real, agriculture the reads real the report up. live, he's like, you know, the, the cold winter will not I affect the, um, orange, the, the orange, orange crops. Set. So it means frozen orange juice is essentially worthless. It's worthless. Because, like, of course, we wouldn't want fresh over frozen. Mm-hmm. Like, had it been like the, the cold weather affected the crops, people would buy frozen. Okay, right. yeah, but... You much rather have fresh, like the crops are gonna be fine, so mm-hmm. they don't need frozen. So now everybody is selling. Yeah. They panicking, and now like Valentine and those okay, now we'll buy. We'll buy it back. We'll buy it back when the price hits rock bottom. They, they sold it when it was up here, way high. Like, if I want to say like the last number, one forty two. One forty two is what they sold, and they bought it back at like twenty nine. Yeah, so that's how they became billionaires. Yeah. And that's how the Dukes lost like what three hundred ninety four million. And that's basic economics. Yes. That's so that's basically the sense what Tom did. Mm-hmm. Tom um sold at one forty two, and then who had the next the buyer? They bought at twenty nine. The people that bought it from so Rupert Murdoch was the Dukes basically. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, his wife took half his money too. Yes. His wife. So yeah, it's another L there. His wife took half. Took he lost his other he half on fucking MySpace. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's still a very wealthy. Oh yeah, I'm just talking shit now. He's still a billionaire. But he's lost a lot he's of just money. Just died you know? like ten billion. Yes. I'm, I'm only worth like four now. I'm not yeah. worth ten no more. I'm worth four. You know, <laughs> it's like that. That's funny though. Um, let's stay on. Um, can't yeah. buy another yacht or another jet just because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's one less private jet. Now only now I have I got, to plan ahead. Now, now now I got a second hand private jet. I wanted a brand new one. I got to buy a used one now. Uh, <laughs> damn, I can't buy my islets in the Caribbean. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> 
<laughs> you got a second hand gin now. That's just what that is. Uh, what you got? World class problem? Rich people problems? Mm-hmm. No, first class problems. <laughs> first class problems. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. But y'all need to just chill out, though. I mean, like, don't death threats. Don't do that to people. Don't. I mean, that's. I mean, you don't want it done to you. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's. Cyberbullying ain't cool. It's just not. Shit is trash, man. It's not cool. And let's stay on the NBA finals right now. So, no um, yeah. Hmm. Let's stay on um the extracurricular stuff. Now, we're not going to talk too much basketball, but let's stay <laughs> on the extracurricular. <laughs> not yet. Oh. Not yet. We we getting there. Okay. <laughs> right now, I want to talk about this idiot um Warriors fan. You saw the one that shoved Kyle Lowry. He's a part owner and investor. Because people yeah. was like, he's an owner. And I'm like, they were trying to make it be like he was the owner, like the one who like was the, the owner. Guy, the, like the Warriors owner, the yeah. one whose his wife was hollering at Jay-Z. Hollering. Quotes, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, he wasn't an owner. Like, he wasn't an owner He's an like investor. That. Yeah. He's an owner like how how we're owners, I guess. Like, right, well, in the Star Wars. Like, exactly. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> like I'm part of the, the company or whatever. Yeah. Boston like Stock that, yeah. and so-and-so, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, he's an investor in the um, team. And um, when Kyle Lowry was diving for a loose ball, Kyle mm-hmm. Lowry was starting point guard for the Toronto for the Raptors. Raptors yeah. He was diving, which people do all the time. Yeah. Like, Dennis Rodman famously did that back during the Bulls Superman championship Superman pose is one of my favorite ones when he like always dove into the he's like crowd. fully yeah. airborne yeah. and he's like like mm-hmm. Superman mm-hmm. yeah that's one of the best pictures that I've ever seen but yeah but Laurie was going after a loose ball and um Which you do when he went into the um the warrior the oracle crowd I think it was that same game that game was just off the chain it was the same game that Jay-Z and Beyonce had. It this was. was a lot of nonsense that was happening in the crowd during that game. I think it was the same game that I think about it. So, yeah. So, meanwhile, on the other side of the arena, where Kyle Lowry gets shoved by this idiot, um, Mark Stevens, warrior investor. Yeah, put out names. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Asshole. And, like, when Lowry went to the loose ball, the idiot shoves him. And then, like, of course, that? he got slammed. Like, LeBron went after him. Is like, like, fans should like. That's how the malice started because fans doing stupid shit. It would have Lowry had been like Ron Artest and like swung yeah. on dude. It's like well, that's like, will or choke your ass yeah. out. But you or, um, or, Ver- or, or Vernon choke. Maxwell. I'm going way back. Oh. Mad Max and shit when um when he was with the Houston Rockets, he went out and punched a fan in the crowd. Damn. It's like yeah, it's like damn. Shit. Like what if it had been like that situation? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's lucky that um when Lowry just like took the high road, he just went back in. <laughs> and my thing that I always maintain is these guys are. On average, at least like six five. On yes. average, these are big men. These are big Even men. Even the small guys are big. Yeah, like a good example, like our Chicago Bulls are on like Zach Levine. He's like six five. Yeah, that's big yeah, as hell. Like, yeah, he seems small on TV, but um, mm-hmm. you meet Zach Levine, like, hey, nice to you. Be looking up to him. Like Zach's a like, big. I've been dude. to an NBA yeah. party and like I. You were the shortest one in the fucking room. Yeah. Other than Alex Thomas, like he's shorter <laughs> yeah. than everybody. Yeah, you were the shortest one in the room besides him. Yeah. No shade to Alex Thomas. He you know the Tata La Y'all know Alex Thomas. Yeah. yeah, he said I look like I was a baby. He said yeah, I look so you like twelve. Like, he said I look twelve. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you I might have been the youngest one in there. I still remember. I had just, just turned, turned twenty. I just turned twenty-one. So I probably one was the youngest. Even though some of them holes in there probably lied about the age, but like you, like, <laughs> I don't mean to call them holes, but I'm just saying <laughs> they was trying to get chosen. We're gonna talk holes. about that NBA party one of these. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Keep stay tuned. Stay we got tuned, something yeah. special. We're gonna tell stay that tuned. whole story. Oh yeah, no, exactly. We we can't make this shit up, and that's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's all. Yeah, <laughs> can't make this shit up. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, though. Uh, 
So it's like, these are big freaking guys. So it's like, even like Steph Curry, he's slim, but he's 6'3". Yeah. That's very tall. I want to say Lowry's about 6'4". Yeah, like that's that. very yeah. tall. Like, most men are not Yeah, um, like, six, you're a small for an NBA player, but you're a large man. You're you know? a large yeah. man. Like, like you're 6'4 and, like, like 225. That's a large that's man. That's a large <laughs> man. <laughs> like, you're bigger than the average man right. on the street. So like, Dwayne yeah. Wade is, what, 6'4"? Around that size. Yeah, right yeah. that size, 6'4", yeah. 220. That's like a very that. large yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. I have, like, I mean, like, some of our family friends are, like, that height, like, 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, like, they're large mm-hmm. men. <laughs> they're yes. very large mm-hmm. men over shout, the shout average. I don't say you, would you? Yeah, like, 6'5", <laughs> but that's yeah. large over the average, you know, mm-hmm. man. But, yeah. So, it's like, these are big men. So, if you see a guy who's, on average, 6'5", 230, you're not going to... Would you do that to him on the street? That's all I'm saying. And Especially, be yeah, real with yourself. Let's, let's, a big let's, black man. I'm about to say, let's call it, let's, let's, let's call it spade a spade. <laughs> No pun intended. But yeah, a, well, big, yeah, a little white dude shove a big black a man big black on the street. Man on the street. <laughs> Just because so he walked too close to him. Are you going Fuck to do that? No, you're not doing that. Ain't nobody going to shove you. Like I said, you're and you're a large, you're bigger than average uh, yes. man because you're taller and bigger mm-hmm. than the average man. The mm-hmm. average American man, I think, is like what five nine or ten, something like that. Yeah, and you're large six one. Yeah, yeah. Mark is a six one. Mm-hmm. So it's like you guys are bigger than the average man. I don't think that no white guy, no little white guy, would just shove you and Marcus on the street just because. I don't think that would happen. I mean, if it did, it wouldn't end well for yeah. them. I'm just saying. I'm about to call um our brother out on this one. Here's <laughs> a story I'm about to tell. Oh God! <laughs> I'm about to make you. But hey, we transparent. Oh God! Like, Which way? He, all right, you know, the, the, the face painter, our brother, that's the diehard sports fan. Yeah, okay. So y'all know who I'm talking okay. about. I don't have to say his name, but okay, yeah. yeah we only got two brothers. Figure it out. Yeah. We'll give you a 50-50 chance to figure and it out. And one is old, so. Yeah. One don't watch sports, yeah. One is old. We got two brothers. I forget. We got two brothers and Kareem don't watch sports. So and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Remember back in the day, it was like, it might have been the um, Lakers and the Kings were playing a game. It was like back during the um, the Shaq Kobe Lakers. Okay. And Kobe had a situation where he dove into the crowd after a loose ball. Mm-hmm. Of course, like during that time, Kobe was like probably the most hated guy. Well, he yeah. was the LeBron of that era. Everybody mm-hmm. hated Kobe. And if he saw, well, I said his name. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's like, if I was in court, I would have punched Kobe. I was like, shut the fuck up. No, you wouldn't have it. <laughs> I said, Kobe's like 6'6", six, six, like 220. I was like, you wouldn't swing on Kobe fucking no, Brian. You say that through the TV, but no, you no way. If you were sitting in that audience, you, no, would, you, not, you would back up. But and even now, like cats will like uh, will probably get selfies. That's why that's the uh, like yeah. back then, like, like camera phones weren't really a thing. It's like, if they down front of you now, you're going to be like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, hang with the man. <laughs> like if LeBron dove in front of you, gonna like you gonna try to take yeah. Mm-hmm. Me and the king, you're gonna be like that. Yeah. I'm gonna go for a high five. Like, can I get a high five? Yeah. <laughs> and maybe somebody because everybody has camera phones, so like maybe somebody may have caught me yeah. high fiving with him. It's just like when LeBron was with yeah. Miami and like the ball went to the crowd and he like started playing like yeah, catch with the guy. Yeah. yeah. So the guy threw the ball back and then LeBron threw it at him. Yeah, he's like, catch okay, and they threw it back yeah. a few times. The cool moment. I, cool. I hated it at the time because I hated LeBron. But yeah, this is a cool moment looking back now. Yeah, when that yeah. ball went in, like the fan threw it back, and then LeBron threw it back to him. It's like yeah, one more time he threw it. One more time. It's like yeah, yeah. So it, like became a cool moment. It was like got to play catch with LeBron. LeBron. Like, That's yeah. awesome. So, yeah, so, that probably like the highlight of that guy's life. That's an audience. He had to his kids like thirty years from yeah, now. Like yeah, catch with LeBron at a Miami Heat <laughs> game back kids, in yeah. back in the early two thousand teens. Yeah, back in the early twenty teens. But um. To make a long story short, this idiot Mark Stevens, um, 
the NBA decided to they banned him for a whole year from yeah. all all NBA games and, find and fined him half a million dollars. Yeah. So so a half million dollar shove. Was it worth it? Was it worth it? <laughs> I'm just saying. Imagine what you could have done with that half a million. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could have bought more shares in the team. <laughs> well, you could have done something positive, like mm-hmm. you could have like helped the community, done mm-hmm. like some good in the hood charity mm-hmm. work. You could have yeah. done something positive with that. But come on. <laughs> It's just done. Like, like you, I said, we were. Well, my thing is, and we remember the fucking palace that wasn't that long ago. Yeah. It was like fifteen years ago. It's two thousand four. Yeah, yeah, the palace. So, yeah, yeah, it was. It was. It we, we were very grown when that yeah. happened. It's like, so, 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 I just remember just seeing. Like, like, I didn't see it live. I saw the replay. I was watching that game because I was a Pacer fan. Yeah, I was time. watching. I saw it like the replay on Everybody, sports. Yeah, and yeah it, they showed the shit and out our of that. Our chest in the stands, and I was like, "What the fuck just happened?" Because I was kind of half fan because it was a blowout game. And then Wallace, Ben Wallace had gotten to a shoving match. So that caught my attention. I said, okay, this just got interesting. Yeah, it's fire. Okay. Yeah, because the like, game went from boring to interesting just with that shove. I was like, okay, this got interesting. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, <laughs> like, I still was kind of half watching it because like, it seemed like they had settled it down because our test was laid out on the mm-hmm. scores table. Wallace was still like jaw jacking and everything. Yeah. But it seemed like it was over, right. which it probably was so, to that idiot to fan through threw the cup, cup into in our face. test face. And then the, once that cup landed, and then the drink hit in, like, and he just saw red. He was like a raging bull. <laughs> yeah. He did. He lunged into the crowd, but with the fucked up part, he went after the wrong guy. Yeah. The guy he attacked wasn't the guy. You can see the guy saying it wasn't it me, wasn't but me. but it was always a rap by then. Mm-hmm. Then the idiot that um did do it like threw another drink at him, like you know, like now like other fans jumped in, grabbed him, trying to restrain Asshole. him. So the guy threw a, the second beer in his face. Then and that's when Stephen Jackson was like, "You ain't gonna get my homie like that." Which is like that's so like Stephen Jackson is this that's the kind of teammate you want. Yeah. That's who you want on your team. <laughs> uh, if if your uh, if your teammate isn't like Steven Jackson, do you even have a teammate? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, I want a teammate. So Captain like Jack said, fuck that. He ran into the crowd. He started swinging now. Yeah. And this is my <laughs> these men are six five and in mm-hmm. shape. Yes. They run up and down a court all out, day. Yeah. This they, is what they, they do. Lift, they lift weights probably seven days a week. They yes. hit lift weights and shit. They did lift probably like three, four, yes. five hundred pounds. This is what they do. They probably run five miles a day. Like these guys are in excellent shape. They, they condition it so off the chain. So it's like, like yeah. <laughs> am I going to go and try to do mm-hmm. something that might piss these guys off? Exactly. Probably yeah. not. I'm, I'm going to stay in my space. To be honest, the average guy is like a, a fat ass. Like, yeah. <laughs> Average person is sedentary. Shout out Douglas. Get that joke. Yeah. Our mom will get that and she don't even listen to this podcast. (laughs) Hi, mom. Love you. (laughs) Shout out Robert A. Black. But yeah, the average guy is sedentary. (laughs) Like a motherfucker. Not so good. Not so good. Yeah. For hasn't worked out since his high school <laughs> gym class. Yeah, you can't do a pull up. <laughs> can't do ten push ups like that. Yeah. The average guy. That's man right. boobs. Yeah. Yes, you have a trace of man boobs. Yeah, guts and man boobs. Yeah, <laughs> hey, w- walking around the block, you out of breath. Most of them walking, not jogging. Yeah, you walk around the block. Yeah, like, <sighs> at least like dad bod. Dad bod like a motherfucker. But the witch card knocked out the dad bod guy, knocked out that uh, guy. Oh, well, um, Anthony it. Joshua. We didn't even talk about that yet. <laughs> Anthony Joshua got knocked the fuck out by a dad bod. Yeah. 
by a fat Mexican dude. <laughs> I can't even think of the guy's name, but it was the second biggest upset. The biggest upset to me since Buster Douglas. Buster Douglas. That's what it kind of reminded me of. But um, Anthony Joshua was no Mike Tyson. That's why I say it was the second. Yeah. Guy. Like Tyson, like remember 1990 Tyson? Yeah. Unstoppable. Yeah. seconds. He was a machine. Like yeah, Tyson was. was unstoppable during yeah, that was. time. It's like yeah, and to get beat by Buster Douglas, who was. It was kind of out of shape. Like, like, hey, Buster, he wasn't like fat as this fucker. Yeah, but like, Buster wasn't, uh, he wasn't ripped like that. Yeah, yeah. And Buster did eventually let himself go like once because he got knocked out by Holyfield, his very first yeah. title defense. Then a year later, he was like 300 pounds and I let himself. So, like, it was like the weirdest thing ever. Like, he went from nobody to champion back to nobody again. Nobody. The weirdest shit ever. Like, they the, should do a Where Are They Now on him. Yeah, Buster Douglas or a 30 for 30. Like, they yeah, need to do a Buster Douglas that. one because, like, how. Like, I call it like, I got the 30 for 30, champ for a day. Or something like that, yeah. The Buster see, Douglas story. See, I'm, I'm putting, hire, I'm, I'm putting see, gems out hire here. Hire us. Yes. If you hire us. 30 for 30, the Buster Douglas story. Yeah. Champ for a day. It would be epic. epic. Hire it would show us. his beginning. So, like, yeah, he basically was a bum. Yeah, like, was lucky <laughs> to even get a heavyweight title fight. Because he really shouldn't have got one. Yeah, he, he was he was really supposed to be like Tyson. He was, he was putting a bum in there for Tyson. Because the big fight that was coming up, I'm going back in time, but we a sports fan, sorry. Yeah, I'm going back in time to that, that, that Tyson Holyfield was the fight that was coming right. up. Right. Supposed to be, like, later that fall. And so, like, but as a fighter, you need some warm-up fight. So so he was supposed to be, like, a train yard Bob or whatever, yeah, like, by, on the yeah, Simpsons. Yeah, train yard, but the train yard Bob won the title. That's what happened. <laughs> Switch yard yeah. hero. He was supposed Bo- to be that. Boxcar yeah. Billy Box won, car won Billy. the world heavyweight title. <laughs> he was <laughs> yeah. Wasn't supposed to happen. Like, it was supposed to be just a warm-up fight to get Tyson ready for Holyfield. Yeah. Holyfield was in the audience for that fight. So, like, okay, yeah. yeah. He was like, Holyfield, the number one contender. Yeah, like, they, kept, they showed him in all. Yeah, like... Him and Tyson, the fight's gonna be great this fall. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like, then Tyson got knocked the fuck out and shit, and it changed everything. So Holyfield's like, oh shit. Holyfield's probably thinking, like, yeah, I'm about to be champion now, because now I'm gonna fight Tyson. I gotta fight this yeah, bomb now. Bomb. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Holyfield probably loved that shit. He's like, now nah, I ain't gonna fight shots. Tyson. Yeah. Cause he, he yes. knocked uh, he knocked Buster Douglas out like a motherfucker when they yeah. did have to fight. Yeah. And it's, it's now hindsight is good that Tyson and Holyfield didn't have that fight there because years later when they did the have that fight, in. we saw what happened. The fight was so that might have happened like a decade earlier, damn near. Like, because I think when they finally did have the fight, it was like seven years later. So, um, when Tyson and Holyfield did finally have their fight, but it happened by then. Tyson was on the decline by the time Watch they had, yeah. like, but Tyson Holyfield with prime Tyson had been interesting to see like that fight. Yeah, but he was already declining by the time then. The what ifs, and then no, Lennox Lewis put him out of his misery a few yeah, years after got that to Bolivia, where he still lives now. Like Tyson actually moved he to, me Bolivia. to Bolivia, he left the United States and moved <laughs> to Bolivia after that fight. <laughs> Think about you haven't seen much of Mike Tyson since then. <laughs> no, you got your ass kicked. You got knocked to a different country, mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> different continent. We're tired. <laughs> I think Tyson did have other fights after that, but like that was the last one. That's the last Tyson fight I ever saw was when Lennox Lewis beat the shit out of him. I never saw another one after that. I'm mm-hmm. sure he had others, but they probably were terrible. But that's the last, yeah. that was pretty much the end of the era to me when Tyson got knocked the fuck out on that one. Yeah. But getting from boxing back to basketball. Dun 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 dun. As we record this, um, y'all know more than what we know right now. The um, Toronto uh, not- Raptors. Not really, because uh, the next game is on uh, Monday. Okay. 
Okay, so they switched it up. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, ABC is weird. Yeah. Like, back in the, back in the NBA on NBC games, like, they had their schedule set. NBA Finals, I'm about to go old school now. We're always on Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. That was the schedule all week. Amar Rashad. Yes. And Marv Albert and Mike Fratello. Yeah. In the booth. Yeah. Showing our age. Well, some Bob Costas. It's like, yeah. That was the squad. Yeah, Bob Costas, Hannah Storm, Amar Rashad was the sideline reporter, and Marv and Mike were courtside, like calling action. Yes. Yeah, Marv play by play, Mike was the color guy, yes. the analyst. Yeah, and that yes. was the team. But that was like the finals were always the same three days. Yeah, because yeah, I thought Wednesday, it was going to be Friday, Sunday, Sunday yeah. but then then uh, when because um, like they people said Monday, like, yeah, which sucks is like. Sunday is a great night for it basketball because you're sure. not doing anything. You're off work. You know, yeah. That's why the NBA on NBC did it Sunday all the time because mm-hmm. they know people watch basketball. And then it's Sunday. off season for shows, so you're not going to be watching like yeah, no other shows. Like Game huh? of Thrones ended. Well, yeah, they said they had their ended, series yeah. finale, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like your shows are ending now, so. Mm-hmm. And like the summer ones have like power hasn't begun, you know, it's like yeah. stuff like that. So it's like you're at power a good time. And ballers or the summer shows haven't started yeah, yet. Yeah, you're at a good time. But um, so you won't know. So um, as we speak, then um, Toronto Raptors are one victory away from claiming their first NBA yeah. championship. Shocking! I was going to say by the time you hear, you either be saying congratulations to the Toronto Raptors or be saying getting ready for Game Six, three two. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to be either or. So, mm-hmm. but that's what's going to happen Monday. Either going to be like um, going back to Oracle three two, or congratulations, World Champion Raptors. It's like this history is right now. This is like very exciting time. Is nobody's gotten this close. So, yeah, um, I'm shocked. Yeah. I won't give my congratulations until they actually like complete that cycle because we've seen it before. The Cavaliers. As a matter of fact, three years ago. Yep. The Cavaliers, same situation, Um, up 3-1 and mm-hmm. the Cavaliers won the one. championship. Yeah. Which was like the one of the biggest upsets. It was. It's like top three. The biggest upset to me is the 0-4 Pistons. Mm-hmm. Dirk's Mavericks was big. And then the 2016 Cavaliers, the three biggest upsets in the NBA 16, Finals history. 2016 was just a weird year for sports because the Cubs won the Cubs world, like won, the way the Cubs Cavs won. won. It was like the kind of like, I guess like underdogish kind. Of, you know yeah, what I mean? It was like kind of the, the underdog. Like the, um, expect the unexpected. Right. And it was like whoa. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. That was a wild ass year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the Cubs won at least, so that mm-hmm. was a positive. Cavaliers, they could have kept. Well, mm-hmm. I'm happy that the city, like being the city of Cleveland, finally won something yeah. after like 52 years. Right? I remember shock was the most. So, we watched that game together. I was I was at your house. I watched. Yeah, it we game. watched it. We was like, oh. And shock was my because um and as we were as the game was winding down, I, I think I was talking to Marcus. I kind of said like this is like probably the best finals game I've ever watched because with a minute left in the game, I still I have no idea who's gonna win this championship. That's never been like that. Usually, you kind of know, but. It was like a minute left and the game was tied in game right. seven. I was like, it could go either way. Go I don't know. Way. Warriors could ex- win. Cavs could win. I have no exciting. idea. That is. And then Kyrie hit that shot like 10 seconds later yeah. and that pretty much did him in. Yeah. Like when Kyrie hit that three, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. Cleveland wants this Cleveland shit. Cleveland wants it more. Mm-hmm. They want it more. And Steph put up a brick on the other end. Yeah. And then Clay and the, the play of the hit. game before that, before even Kyrie was LeBron with that block. Yeah. On the dollar. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm going back now. Yeah. That was, um, that block was amazing. That was around the time when I started turning on um, 
my hate for LeBron started turning around. So I was like, okay, that shit was cool. Mm-hmm. And block it. I was like, hey, yeah. And that's why cool. Iguodala yeah. always come hard at LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, every time Iguodala play LeBron, like, he'd be like, all right, I'm ready for you. Because it was supposed <laughs> to be, um, that was supposed to be the one that put the Warriors up. Right. They're in the open court. It's like Iguodala. It's like, it's like two, three, three calves behind him. He's out front of everybody. Mm-hmm. So it should, and I think, or like, I think the only, Cab that was down there was like J.R. Smith. And he don't play much defense. He's like, just go around him. And it's supposed to be an easy. Then LeBron's ass came out of nowhere with the block. Because LeBron wasn't even in the shot. If you watched that again. Yeah, he wasn't. Like, it's J.R.'s down there. Iguodala's going for the easy layup. Then LeBron disappears out of nowhere and blocks the shit. So the lesson, like, oh, LeBron James the lesson learned is that you better run like you have, uh, mm-hmm. like you got the popos. Like, yes. I'm gonna, you got to run like you got the popos on your ass. And you mm-hmm. better like just dunk that shit, because yeah. either you going you going to foul me, mm-hmm. I'm going to make the shot and get the mm-hmm. M one. You you going to have to foul me. You going to have to. I think once Iggy saw he like was got past Jr. Smith, he was good. He's like, okay, I just this is an no. easy layup. No, you got. I know that LeBron was like on his Lurking. tail low right there. Mm-hmm. It came out of nowhere, literally, and said mm-hmm. flew into the shot and blocked that shit. Mm-hmm. And then Kyrie hit that three later. Yeah, Steph was off his game. His um. LeBron hit the free throw to seal it because, like, the three put him up by three or one possession with um, mm-hmm. Kyrie's three. And then when LeBron came back on the other end, he got, he got, uh, he was dunking, but then um, Draymond with the hard foul. Mm-hmm. And then LeBron split the free throw. So then that put him up four. So, like, that, and that was a two possession. Yeah. Game. And then that's what it said. Just don't touch, don't foul any warrior shooting the three. That's what, like, yeah, the announcer kept saying, like, if Steph's going for the three, get the it's fuck good. out of his way. Clay, Clay like, yeah, get don't hit him. It's the last thing you want is a four Hell, point play. Even if, if Draymond going for it, just, just lean saying. back. And that's what, Fat the, Joe, that, and that was back. the feeling around that time. It was like 10 seconds at that time. Is like, I think the Cavs got this, all the, unless there's some really fuck shit happens. Like, yeah, one of them fouls them Warriors while they're shooting the three and they make the four point play and it goes to <laughs> overtime. So, like, it's probably going to be the Cavs and then Steph. JR, I'm looking at you. Exactly. <laughs> I'm looking at you. Don't touch anybody, JR. Yeah. I think they probably even took him out of the game at that point. <laughs> yeah, it's a big, I think Stump was in for that last play. Yeah, they took him out. They say, put Stump in. They said, get JR out of the game. So then, um, shout out Kevin Love, like with the excellent defense on Steph in that series. It's like, <laughs> in that game, cause he's the one that was dumb. Cause they had him on, uh, they didn't have Kyrie did. on, um, they had Kevin Love <laughs> on, um, Steph, not Kyrie. So he was playing the excellent D on them. Kyrie, um, Steph puts up the brick and then it goes out. I think Maurice Spates put up another. Oh, yeah, Spates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Took the last shot. And it's over. The Cavaliers are champions. And my jaw just like. Yeah, cause it was like, whoa. These motherfuckers won. I guess a 73-10 warrior. 73 win team warrior. But you just uh-huh. never know what's going to happen. But uh-huh. the question is, is Kevin Durant going to try to come back now? I have a theory, conspiracy theory about Kevin Durant. I think his injury is more serious than what he's laying off, first of you all. Yeah, two conspiracy. I think, That's cause like, I think the original thought was um was an Achilles injury. That's what they said the way it looked. But yeah. It, it could be something like that. They just don't want to disclose it. They don't want to disclose because it. Kevin, because they don't, maybe Kevin don't want to disclose it because his, mm-hmm. uh, his impending free agency. Right. He don't want to fuck up that money. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he's like not disclosing this. And like the Warriors don't want to disclose it because they don't want the opponent to get too, uh, yeah, yeah. Kevin, he's, they want to always be in the back of their mind. KD could come KD back. Could come back. If you say he got a, a torn Achilles. He's not, he's coming, not coming back. back. Yeah. <laughs> cause like when, um, cause that was the original, what, the people watching thought it was because yeah. nobody touched him. It was like a non-contact. Yeah. He was just running up the court and just grabbed the back of his, his like heel. Like when Kobe uh, tore yeah. his Achilles, mm-hmm. that's how 
Kobe looked. Yeah, KD just like grabbed the back of his head. Like, yeah, it just looked weird. Mm-hmm. Like nobody touched him or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like after he had made a shot, and then just like when he's running up the court the other way, he just grabbed mm-hmm. his leg. It's like it's the weirdest fucking injury. Because you can tell. Mm-hmm. So I think it is something to that injury. Mm-hmm. Also, I think um. I think I don't think Boogie Cousins is fully healed. He came back because they shorthanded. No, like, he's not. Fully Boogie healed. has looked like trash in these finals. Is like and then he's not a hundred. The way they announced his tribe, yeah, he's getting good minutes. I was like, where? <laughs> it's like he's hurting them more than he's helping them. To me, it's like that's <laughs> like that last game I watched, Game Four. Oh, Boogie has not been good. Was a game, yeah, Game Four, four when I watched game. it. And it looked like the way he was just turned over the ball. I'm like, it looked like he had on mitts. Like he couldn't like hold the yeah. rock. I'm like. He like he like me out there. Like, that's yes. how I would look, try to handle the rock because I can't play basketball Weird. at all. It's like Markel Fultz all over again. It's like, like, it's he, like Boogie is not. It's like he was holding mitts trying to grab the basketball. And his athleticism is gone. Like dude can like he's jumping, looking like Ilgowskis with the um, <laughs> with the Cavs his later years. Like when he was getting an inch off the ground. Like Boogie can't jump anymore. Yeah. So yeah, like so obviously dude is not hundred. No, he's, he's, he's certain. He just had to get out there because the team is shorthanded. Yes. Well, yeah, because like Clay was out for a while. KD is out. Yeah, even Looney is hurt. Yeah, because Clay was out the one game, and yeah. they said that Clay felt bad. And they're like, out of like 122 playoff games, you play 122 playoff games, and you've only missed one. Yeah, <laughs> he's mm. like, I feel like I let the team down. It's like, dude, <laughs> mm. you you played in every game, like you yeah. haven't missed a game, but it's like you had, you know, an injury happen. But we'll find out what happens game five. Yeah. Back in Toronto. Yeah. Will the um, Raptors close out at home? Or will the Warriors finally decide they want to play basketball? If, <laughs> if Drake trolls again, then they Drake, probably want to lose. <laughs> the Raptors are probably going to lose. I'm about to say it. <laughs> if Drake Raptors, trolls. They should ban Drake from the arena. Just <laughs> <laughs> for that game. Yeah, just for game Drake. five. It's like, <laughs> yeah, Drake game five. It's just ban him from the arena. Then, like, if they win, then he can come in after the game and celebrate. It's like that. But I'll ban him from the arena during the game. God, I think that he's going to troll and then he's going to mess it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to mess it all just ban up. Drake from the arena. Just don't let him in. Looking like Star Lord in uh, Endgame. Gamora's yes. <laughs> dead. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> and there they have almost had the thing off of uh, mm-hmm. off of uh, the uh, gauntlet thing or whatever yeah. off uh-huh. of uh, Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> it's dumb ass. That's, That's how Drake is going. Drake? Drake? He gonna mess it up though. I'm calling it now. Oh, and shout out Vince Carter is where we wrap up our basketball talk with this. Mm-hmm. Shout out Vince Carter. Um, who will finally announced that um the 2019-2020 season will be his last. Yay! So he gonna get he's to gonna play. make it. Yes! That's what I what I wanted. Yeah, span four decades. He'd be the only player to play in the 90s, 2000s, 2010s, and 2020s. Yes. So Vince said he is like, so this will be the retirement tour, his final season. And you know what he should call it? It's over. It's over. That's it. See? Marketing. Hell see, yeah. Now, if you use this now, I'll run, run me my coins yeah, if you, you use this. With, um, Vince Carson saying it's, it's over. over. Yeah, it's run me my coins. I need mm-hmm. to go into marketing. Mm-hmm. How about that? Um, we running long. You want to, there's a couple of other things I want us to get Yeah, we can. We yeah. can start a damn podcast. We can do it. Yeah. Um... I want to talk about this one, but I know what you want to talk about. Yeah, I know a serious one. You yeah. Want to talk well, about. I wanted to. Well, I had a lighthearted one before my seriousness. What's your lighthearted one? Because well, I have one that's semi light, maybe serious. I said the uh, about uh, side dad podcast because it's above me now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know you saw that video real quick, the viral video of the guy um, 
he tells the racist lady, you can't stay in the hotel because you called me an effing N-word on the phone. <laughs> and it's a viral video. And then she's like, but sir, my mother died and I need this room. And he's like, it's above me now. It's above me now. Like, it's above me now. <laughs> and then somebody did, you know, like, the internet is undefeated. Somebody, like, took it and then they, like, made, like, a song. It's above me now. Mm-hmm. It's above me now. They made, like, a house track. <laughs> Shout out B Man who made the Drake. 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 <laughs> he did it with Drake's one dance. I need one dance. Drake. Shout out DJ B Man. The air that stays undefeated. When I wanted to go, was I was watching The Breakfast Club. Great show, by the way. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm just saying. <laughs> Stay tuned. But um, on the um, Ja Rule and um, Irv Gotti. They were on the Breakfast Club. Of course, they talk about the fuck shit at the Fire Fest. Like, oh, God. But the really interesting thing, what I want to talk about is what Irv Gotti was saying before all of that. He was t- talking about college, and he was like basically saying that college is not necessary nowadays for kids. What are your thoughts on that? He explained it how like his kids, he didn't, because he said, like, I took my kids with me because I'm Irv Gotti. So, yeah, they went into business with me instead of going to college. What do you think about that? It's a mixed bag. Every situation is not the same. Mm-hmm. You're Irv Gotti. That's your what children have learned on the. I think that's what Ja was trying to, because Ja was on the other side, was mm-hmm. like, yeah, well, dude, you're Irv Gotti. So, yeah. You murder the Of course, you're going to show your kids the way, but yeah. I think you still need college. Like, Ja was just like if, uh... Envy was like split in between. Envy was like, um, yeah, I want, um, my kids want to go to college, they're fine, but, um, he's basically saying the college curriculum kind of sucks. That <laughs> is yeah. outdated. Like, they don't teach anything about, like, um, like investing, investing and credit and like the shit you really Business need. Skills. They teach you a lot of bullshit in yeah. college. That's what Envy was on. Yeah. And and he, he was pro college. That's why team. I say so it's it was a, like split. Like that's two why pro I say college. it's a mixed bag. It was like what, two pro college, one anti college, and one and in Charlemagne. the Charlemagne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Charlemagne's kind of like what is not in it because he's like, I didn't go to college, but I don't, like, if my kids want to go, I don't know. He's still college. He was like on that. Yeah, my Charlotte thing, didn't go. Yeah. My thing mm-hmm. is, it's just basically, um, it's no one size fits all. Yeah. Every situation is different. And that's my thing. And, that's, that's and I, I kind of agree with what Irv was saying on that is like, um, People act like college is necessary for success. It's not necessary. It's not necessary for success. It's, it's like not, people take out all these student loans and yes. like all of this shit. And then you like, owe yeah. like two hundred thousand dollars and be making it, have a job making thirty thousand yeah. dollars a year. And Envy talked that about that too equal. with um that with his daughter because um because he's like with the like with the college because his daughter's getting ready to graduate and go away to college. Mm-hmm. He's oldest. And she looked at some colleges and she was like, okay, this job that I'm looking at starts at like like forty k. It's like. After I pay off all my bills and everything, it's like that's pretty much and it. That's where you know, living in New York and all that shit is mm-hmm. like is much higher lifestyle. Like, mm-hmm. so like after you pay everything, you basically gonna be living check to check with um, loans and all of that shit. Right. Yeah. So it's like you start thinking, is it worth it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's other stuff that you can do because it's like, um, you know, it's like well, trades. I was just about like to say training. that people sleep on trade school because like we come from that generation where like we were raised our parents Go like to college. Yeah, it's like yeah, college, get you a good job and all that. Work for four like, years, yeah, <laughs> and retire. They made it like it was like a, a dirty word. Like if you wanted to like work with your hands, it's like no. Mm-hmm. You have to work in a fucking office. Like I blame the Cosby Show. We go back to that again. <laughs> you have to be a doctor or a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Like that. Like mm-hmm. well, if you want to be an electrician or a fucking plumber mm-hmm. or um yeah. Did in, install drywall. Those are like good jobs yeah. that pay well. Mm-hmm. 
but like they were, you don't need college for those. You get you, you an apprenticeship, yeah, yeah exactly. Trade school and apprenticeship, mm-hmm. and you make good money like yeah, right away. I know it's people who make yes. like eighty, ninety thousand dollars a year. And yeah, they didn't go to college. But um, and now the way we were raised, like yeah, I'm putting it out there. We were raised in that world. I was like, if you wanted to work with your hands, I was considered like looked down upon. Right. It's like I think trade schools are coming back now. Like mm-hmm. the the millennials are looking at it different. Like mm-hmm. I can make some money doing that. And it's shit. more than one. <laughs> like we may all end up at the finish line, but yeah. we took different paths to get there. Yeah. Well, our and parents thought the only way it was like, oh, you have to go to college. Like it's not one four years. It's not a one size fits all. Your bachelor's, then your master's, then your master's, master's. master's. <laughs> I sound like Kanye West on the college dropout. <laughs> my thing that I just say is, uh, you're not gonna be sitting around my house playing PlayStation. Ten or wherever is out and that's by the that thing. time. People think you ain't gonna um, be sitting around my house playing PlayStation. 10. People assume if you don't want to go to college that you want to sit around playing PlayStation. That's, that's my that's my yeah. only thing that I say. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna be doing something constructive, mm-hmm. whether it be if you have get if you're getting like the on the job experience, like you know, like I said, like we have straight gully production, mm-hmm. so we're trying to, to we're trying to, to work that. that. You might have like you might have a young entrepreneur on your hands. Like, what if your kid wants to go into business for themselves? Like, yeah, yeah and I'm like, gonna put you in a position. If you actually see them like hustling. If they talking shit about want to do a business, no, I'm not doing. You yeah. actually see them hustling. Put I'm out here hustling. Yeah. Putting in the real, yeah. the real plan. I'm having executing a real I'm out plan. Here flipping these sneakers, for example, like yeah, mm-hmm. like I'm, I buy the sneakers for two hundred and sell them for five hundred. You see them doing that? Okay, yeah, you got to hustle. You have an entrepreneurial yeah. mindset. Definitely, yeah, <laughs> and then I'm gonna put you in a position where you're gonna be around people where you're gonna mm-hmm. get on the job experience. Okay, mm-hmm. like I know so and so who does so-and-so so let me put you in you know put mm-hmm. you with them but i thought it so was a very learn. interesting conversation but like charlamagne was definitely pushing the whole trade school thing people sleep on trade yeah, school. people do i think it's because like i said once again the way we were raised because mm-hmm. like yeah if you wanted to work with your hands like Ugh. that's beneath it's me. beneath me you know you want to have you want to get you an office job you want to work with this, not your hands. You it's want to like, take but, care of these kids. And but that's take the care of yourself, but here's the right? thing: not everybody's a fucking genius. <laughs> no, they're Some not. Some people are were great working with their hands. Mm-hmm. It's like a lot of our parents and everything was so arrogant. Everybody thinks their kid is the fucking special one. Mm-hmm. Like no, like everybody so, isn't an analytical person. Yes, everybody's not Some analytical. People are bad, so you could be a great electrician or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't know. <laughs> yeah, like uh, know your strengths. Like I know, I suck at putting stuff together. Yeah. I can't. I can't like you know those uh I have a shoe rack sitting in there from Walmart that I, I refuse to put together and like Marcus has been so busy but I'm like I don't know how to put this shit together so Marcus is going to, have to put that together mm-hmm. anything in the house he has to put together for me because I'm just not that's not my skill not set true. and that's the that's thing not about my with a lot of these jobs like um these construction jobs because like a lot of jobs that um used to be able to go to college for are becoming automated you know mm-hmm. like our official intelligence is here it's taking it over. Is. But a lot of these jobs like that is like uh, like uh, like being an auto mechanic. You always gonna need mechanics to fix your right. fucking car. Like they're not gonna automate that shit. It's if like it's always uh, gonna be somebody I under that hood working. Put it together yeah. for you. Yeah, I roll by your way together. Shout out Bob. Yeah, one of the greatest mechanics ever. It's <laughs> always gonna be like you always need people like Bob in your life. Yeah, you could you try to look down on that thing. It's like, but you always until your car breaks down, then you go see Bob is cold and shit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. You look down. If your kid wants to do that, she's going to look down on them. <laughs> Which is stupid. Make, yeah. Do what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. And as long as you're being an upstanding uh, member of society yeah. and you're doing your damn thing, I'm going to be proud of you. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you just ain't going to be right. playing PlayStation 10 in my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just ain't going to be doing that. <laughs> and, 
unless you're going to um, unless you're going to become um, an esports guy because it is a, it is a, yeah. it is a lucrative thing. Mm-hmm. It is a whole channels with kids just playing video games. But my thing making is, six figures. Yeah, because like, <laughs> like one of my one of my kids <laughs> or my kids was telling me about that because he was because all he does real all he does is just play video games. And he was like, I was like, well, what's your plan? He was like, well, I want to get into that. I said, okay. I said, I have students the media and I said, it's nothing wrong with that. And I said, but execute a plan. And I told him about like to I execute said, a plan. Which is why I told him so that one of my students in my new class, he, he's standing there. Yeah, he, that's part of his plan. He's in media school. Mm-hmm. He's like, I want to have my own YouTube channel. Yeah, with esports. Okay. So yeah, exactly. So yeah, I'm going like learning how to. I want to learn how to make the videos like mm-hmm. with YouTube. Learn this like all that. so. That's why he's at mm-hmm. the media. So have he has a, a plan. Have a real he's, plan. So yeah, so so that is a real thing. That's like what I said, have right? a real plan. People our age might not get it, but that's mm-hmm. a real thing. It's kids making six figures. Like social media and change the game. Period. It's this kid from Chicago. Shout his name. He plays on. Um, NBA 2K and like he he's making like six figures doing this shit and that's shit. what it's he's always like um, watch me turn um what's the crappy team like not named the Bulls let me think of another give me the Charlotte Hornets the they kind of suck or Sacramento Kings yeah. he's like I'm trying to do the one year rebuild challenge so I turn the, the Sacramento Kings into a world champion the one year rebuild challenge so making all kinds of shit and he just plays and that's his channel like and getting like millions of views and like six figures a year doing that shit so at this point like basically now, like playing video games as a fake fake owner of a 10 NBA team not even a real he's a fake he's owner he's making six figures six figures doing that shit just rebuilding sports teams on his I YouTube channel I need to reevaluate channel. my life exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs> And I ain't had six figures. I need to reevaluate my life. So, yeah. But um, as we run long, um, let's wrap this up with um. Uh, I know you talked about, it and I looked mm. at part of the Netflix series. Shout out mm. Ava DuVernay when they see us. Mm. It's about a case that happened thirty years ago. Yeah, nineteen eighty nine. Mm-hmm. Central Park Five is what it's called. Is um mm-hmm. basically these um four minorities, like four. I mean, five minorities, four blacks, and one Latino. One Latino, yeah. They um were charged with the rape and assault of this white jogger. Yeah, twenty eight year old white investment banker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who was jogging in the park, and like the night it happened, it was like a lot of wild shit happening in yeah. the park. It's like, yeah. and then you actually use the word because they said the kids was wild, and yeah. they said the kids were out there. Like I said, I didn't know a whole lot about this case. I remember it, but um, I didn't. I learned more details. Like similar this. that happened in Chicago recently. Like remember, it was like two hundred kids that were downtown. Yeah. Like they like were yeah, like just last being year, dis- yeah, they were like being that. destructive. Like mm-hmm. I think not too far from like my office building, mm-hmm. they were like being destructive. But it's like kids were yeah, kids were being. Kid, and I don't want to say like that kid would be, but you know what I mean. It's like kids were it just was, being, like, um, I'm they not, were causing um, bigger rockets. And okay. I don't know if like these five were doing any of that stuff, but it yeah. was kids that were like breaking shit in the park. It's yeah. like, yeah, like that happened. And it's bothering like, um, just, bikers, uh, like, you know, like making bikers feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. and just just being loud and rowdy, just mm-hmm. basically doing that. So during all of that, the, um, the jogger, she gets attacked. She gets attacked, yeah. right. Are you brutally raped? Like, um, she's in, in a coma for like two weeks or something like that. Life. She's lucky to survive. Yeah. yeah, and she has no memory of any. Like she she lost her, any of that She shit, lost yeah. her memory. Mm-hmm. She had to learn how to walk again. She lost her smelling permanently. Yeah. She was in a coma for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, so, you know, that's you basically like your, your brain dead for two weeks. Mm-hmm. You're going to lose a lot if your brain is not working for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. So, like, she, all of that, like I said, the memories, like, smell, like, all of that. Because they said the chaplain that, yeah. was uh, there giving her her rights. Like, you know, mm-hmm. they were like, they didn't think that she was going to survive mm-hmm. and they were preparing for that, you know, preparing. And so, um, long story short, the, um, 
was it the prosecutor or whoever? The, yeah, Linda Fairstein. Yeah, who, who, the Felicity Huffman played her, in the and she played her movie. ass yeah. off. Felicity Huffman did play her ass. She off. just decided in her mind that these kids were these the are ones the boys. They were the guilty, and we're going to make it stick. We're going to make it stick. Even though all, all that Evans points out is like it's no weird. evidence. Like they didn't do it. They were there, but um, they didn't do it. So yeah, there's no physical evidence that says That's they did it. Them. Yeah, they were in the park that night, but we don't have any evidence mm-hmm. to. Like um the main process the um prosecutor kept telling and mm-hmm. well, um the other lady kept saying it's like we don't have any physical evidence to like link these to boys. Link these boys. It's like these these confessions are some bullshit. They were co-hosts like the tapes Course, like yeah, yeah mm-hmm. shady and all of that. And shit. like the way that they got them because it was like they only picked up two of them that night and then mm-hmm. they picked up Yusuf Salam. Uh, Later and then how Corey Wise even got involved because he just didn't want his friend to go downtown mm-hmm. by himself. Yeah. They kinda of showed up at Antron McGray's house and picked him up. So it's like so three of them, they weren't even at them uh, they picked them up that night. Yeah. They weren't even there when they picked them up that night. The one I related to most was the young trumpet player, because I played trumpet. Yeah, uh, Kevin. Yeah, and I was around his and age, was, yeah. And that's the thing that made it hurt mm-hmm. so much for me, because I'm like... could have been me if I was a new I'm like, player. my brother's... I was a young trumpet player. And you guys age. were that age. I'm mm-hmm. like, you and Feast were that age. Mm-hmm. I'm like, my brothers were around the age of the... Uh, and they're not the central uh, part, but they're the exonerated five. Yeah, that's what they are. Because uh, the, they got it, exonerated. it never happened yet, basically. Right. Because years later, it's some other guy, like, they yeah, confessed, confessed and to then it. they the, ran the DNA. And the DNA and was, was there. It was him. Because mm-hmm. they found DNA he, at the scene. Like, he ejaculated in a sock. Yeah. And the guy had been, he had, he was already in jail for yeah. another murder. So obviously for a murder he was like, and yeah, a rape. Obviously, he was, he was a, a sociopath. He was a serial yeah. rapist. <laughs> Because he raped like two or three other so women. So one like he got picked up, like yeah, he, he was, was a already serial rapist. He, they yeah. didn't arrest him for, for this one. He was already in jail. Right. Like, yeah. And that happens sometimes with cold cases. Like they catch them um, criminal. Like they are run like like through cold because like back Years then later, DNA may not have been. It wasn't advanced back then. And then you just keep it on file, and then you run through codes. Because I like, watch a lot of that stuff. Yeah, yeah you watch. You remember you the um Palatine massacre that mm-hmm. happened back in the early nineties? Like they mm-hmm. got DNA from like chicken. It was at a brown yeah, the, uh, chicken. Brown yeah. chicken. Yeah, the, and they saved the chicken. They and saved like the chicken. years later, they found they found the, the murderers. The murderers because of that chicken. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they, they 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 ate the chicken and left the, the left bones the, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. now they kept that. <laughs> years later, they tested that DNA. Yeah, but the like but the Kevin Rich, I feel so bad for him because it's like. He just looked like such a baby. Like when they punched, like oh my, like that whole thing. I, they had me in my feel. Like after I watched the first episode, I just was I like, only watched the first two. I didn't watch the whole. thing. I was like, I have to get through it. I was mm-hmm. like, but this is so hard to watch because I was like, I was just thinking about you guys because yeah. I'm like, you guys were that age, mm-hmm. and then like I was holding Khalil the whole time while I was watching because he was sleeping in my arms, and I'm just looking at my son like mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to have this talk with him as he ages that as a black man. Shit, like they they not gonna look at you like I'm gonna forever look at my son as being the size that he is now because mm-hmm. he's my baby. I'm gonna forever look at him even when he grows up. I'm gonna be like, you were still that little boy that I carried in my stomach. Mm-hmm. But the society out there, they're not gonna see you like that. Yeah, they're so gonna see you as menacing. They're gonna a, see you a as a threat. thug. A they're threat. gonna see you as a threat. Mm-hmm. And that's just what made it just so like. It just was so real, like, because it is a real story. Like I said, this was only 30 years ago. 89. Yeah. I was I was a little bit older than my daughter 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. And like, I can't even imagine, like, you know, like, ha- her having to, like, see and deal with what hate and what this type of stuff does. But what I will tell you, and I will drop this right here, um, 
to uh, Miss Salam, uh, Yusuf Salam's mom, and mm-hmm. not not be influenced. But but you know, black Muslims, black Muslims know about that legal stuff. Mm-hmm. We know our rights. Facts. We know. I'm, I'm not being. I'm not trying to be funny when I say it because, like, she was like, "No, she was like, my son is 15. You are not allowed to interrogate him, and this interview is over." Mm-hmm. She ended it right away. Like, no, it's over. He's not going to say no. He's 15 years old. You cannot interrogate a minor without my permission, and I'm not letting it happen. This interview's over. Well, we're going to keep it. Was that Ingenue Ellis? That was Ingenue Ellis. And then she said, she said, I'm going to call New York Times. Let me get the New York Times on the phone and say that you're trying to interrogate my 15-year-old son without his parents' permission. And then they had to let him go. But like I said, I was like, that's the black Muslim. Black Muslims be knowing, especially if you follow under, like if you follow under, if you ever was under Farrakhan or Muhammad, <laughs> you know. You know. Yeah, you know about it. <laughs> my dad was a big wig in the nation of Islam back in the 70s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Because dad, I've seen dad like drop some stuff about like, you're like, nah, you so-and-so, so-and-so. Like dad mm-hmm. would drop them that legal stuff to us. Like, nah, you don't so-and-so. You don't admit to so-and-so, so-and-so. That's your right. I'm about to drop. Dad would drop that legal stuff story. on us. No, we run it long as fuck, but who gives a shit? Yeah. I'm about it's to above give, us now. I'm about to give a story. Yes, yeah, above <laughs> us. Now. It is what it is at this point, but I'm about to drop another story. Um, Back when um I was selling fruit bags on 79th and Stony mm. Island. <laughs> Shout out Yousef. He was like he was like a part of the family. He's like an uncle almost, like yeah, member of the original Nation of Islam yes. with our dad. Yes. And he was part of Farrakhan's nation too later. Yeah. Like, yeah. People don't realize there's two different nations. Yeah. The, the origin of the nation of Islam Muhammad. now is a spinoff of the original. Yep, Muhammad it's not, and um, It's not the same one. Yeah. It's um the after Elijah Muhammad died, I think seventy five. Yeah. Then um when his son um W D Muhammad took right. over. Yeah. And then he decided um he didn't want the um the black power must mean changed it more to traditional to Islam. Islam. Yeah. yeah. That's what um the route he took. Yeah. And Farrakhan wasn't fear said, nah, no, I'm not I ain't feeling that. this. So some in the eighties, sometime in the mid eighties, Farrakhan split mm-hmm. and like started back up the new nation of Islam, mm-hmm. which is the version now. Right. Mm-hmm. So like it's not the um exact same organization. Mm-hmm. Same principles and beliefs, but different organization of Nation of Islam now as opposed to one in the seventies. This is the remix. Yeah, it's the it's remix, the remix yeah. <laughs> So, but um, tell my story, yeah. yeah I was selling fruit packs with Luke so seventy nine stuff. He was dropping me off home after um selling them one day, and cops pulled us over. Hmm. And Yusef was one of the um one of them woke brothers, yeah. You know, <laughs> y'all know how nation brothers are bow tie wearing, yeah, mm-hmm. shaved head. He was like full nation of Islam brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the fi- final call, heart. final call on the corners. He was Coopy, that brother. Yeah. He sold final calls too, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So yeah, and I just knew I knew it was a rap when we got when I saw them blue lights, I was like, Oh, I'm going to jail because Yusef's about to tell this dude off. I was like, mm-hmm. I was ready. I was like, We're about to say, I'm about to make the news. <laughs> but yeah, but um Yusef was respectful, which Muslims like tend to be mm-hmm. like. So he like yes, officer why he pulled me out, he said, because Yusef had a cracked windshield. Okay. That's why the cop pulled us over. But then he saw that cash, you know, selling fruit bags in the corner. So we had large amounts of cash, so then that's when they made us get out of the car and all of that. And that's when I was like, okay, this is it. <laughs> we're about to be famous. I really thought it was a wrap. <laughs> yeah, I thought um, it was going to be one of the moments. Like I said, we're going to have us. We're going to be on the 6 o'clock news. Mm-hmm. Like Farrakhan is going to be talking to my, have my mom on the news talking about this. Mm-hmm. I really thought it was going to get like national story. I thought Al Sharpton was going to be talking about me and shit. Like, I thought it was going to get to that mm-hmm. level. Wait, Just when, it. They, when they got us out of that mm-hmm. car, I was like, okay, this is it. <laughs> And then they um searched the car, yeah. Like they um, 
I thought they were going to take his money. They gave him his money back because I thought because they did take the money while they hit one of the cops held it while the other one searched the car. And they said, okay, get the windshield fixed. Let us go. I don't even think he wrote a ticket. Like, he let mm-hmm. us go. Yeah. And then um, after we went out, then Yusef went in the full fire con mode. <laughs> I was like, thank God he didn't do that in front of these motherfucking cops. <laughs> I was like, this is it. <laughs> I knew it was a wrap. I said, we're about to be on TV. <laughs> That's a chameleon there. Yeah. trying to catch you riding dirty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what the side dirty was about. Yeah, when they saw that cash, dirty. yeah, because the, the pullover was just for the cracked windshield. Right. They saw that, that cash. They said, oh, we got one now. Yusuf was like, I sell fruit bags on the corner here. Right. And you see, like the fruit, the remnants. So yeah, like I you got um fruit. yeah the the empty boxes. Like you see um yeah the yeah. fruit boxes, like the banana boxes. You see here. um the paraphernalia. I have fruit paraphernalia, not drug not paraphernalia drugs. in the car. You see what I'm doing, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they searched the car and they let us go. But, mm-hmm. And then he went on his rant. I was like, shoo. <laughs> but um, getting back to the um, when they see us, it was um great cast by the way. Like I said yeah, so Mr. Felicity Huffman um. Nisi Nash yeah. was in this. Um, John Leguizamo. Yeah. Great cast. There's Anjanu Ellis. We mentioned her. My old school babe, Blair Underwood. Blair Underwood. Um, the great Suzanne Douglas. Yes, yeah, Suzanne yeah, Douglas Chicago's was Kevin's own, mother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, excellent cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was. And the guy, I forget the young man who uh, played Corey Wise. Corey Wise. Because he's on some, is he? Jarrell Jerome is his what name. What show is he on? He's on some show. I can't remember now. But he played in... He was in Moonlight. I don't know what else he's on. I'll he see was on it. something else. Let's see. I just see him from Mr. Mercedes when they see us. Let me just check out his films real quick. Moonlight. I'm not sure if you saw any of this, but I didn't see Moonlight. Yeah, I haven't seen Moonlight yet. But he did such an excellent job as uh, Corey. Mm-hmm. And uh, he even said that um, Ava had a, um, like a psychologist on set or something uh-huh. to help them like process. It's like playing that role. It's like you had to. Because I've acted before and um, you really do. Um, become the person. You got to decompress after an yeah. intense role. Because mm-hmm. I um. I was just walking around pissed off. It was like the first like real like big part I had. It's like mm-hmm. um shout out King B Hate Love, that's the part. Mm-hmm. And it was like the the climatic scene when I find out my girl is cheating on me with mm-hmm. his, his character. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, you gotta get angry because like I was and uh, when I first was doing it and he was like, Nah, I wasn't believable I dog. Yeah. yeah. And then you start, yeah, dig deep, think about your girl. This is your girl you've been with like like five, six years. You found another dude fucking her, like, yeah, how would you react? So mm-hmm. so I went deep. I went to a dark place for that one. Mm-hmm. And I never came out of that at the time, so I'm just walking around pissed off the whole day. And I was studying acting at Second City at the time. Mm-hmm. Shout out Michael Peeper, my acting coach there. Like, mm-hmm. And I was talking to him. I was like, why am I just pissed off? He's like, oh, you didn't retake yourself out of it. You got to take a moment to like get your mind back to reality because you're in that world still. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's why, yeah, so I'm, I might just plant somebody on the street after that, because I was in that dark place. Yeah, yeah but he was saying that. So I can imagine, like, a lot of these cats, like. And just playing. Like, that's what happened to Tupac, I think, you know. Bishop got in his head. Yeah. The Joker got in Heath Ledger's head. It's yeah. like these characters getting your head. Playing that I'm boy. I'm sure this guy in Gerald Jerome, the Corey Weiss, got yeah, in his head. playing that boy who had to go to an adult prison at 16. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine what was done to him in an mm-hmm. adult prison. You're a 16-year-old boy mm-hmm. who's never been in trouble. Mm-hmm. And you put this 16-year-old boy in an adult 
prison. Yeah. And it, uh, like that just like I was just watching it just like. Mm-hmm. Like I said, just, I watched the first two. I didn't. I watched the, the conviction was the last thing I saw. Because some people were saying that they did have to take a break. They was like, this is too yeah, much for me. After that, I watched it all the way through and like. I got up to the conviction. And I stayed up. I stayed up Thursday night to Friday morning. I didn't turn off to like two something in the morning. I had to be up at like six to go mm-hmm. to work. And I might I watch get, the rest I didn't of get later. much sleep. Yeah. So. I was at work Friday just like, mm-hmm. like damn. <laughs> I was just like, but watch it. It's It needs to be watched. I mean, I know people are like, it's hard and this and that. I don't want to have to go back because, but this is our history. Stop trying to hide American history. And this Stop case, trying to um, hide it. Stop trying to hide it. It was big, but we didn't get all the details like that because we're Chicago. Mm-hmm. I'm sure in New York, it was a much bigger story. Right. Like I'm sure they know way more or less like how we knew more about Emmett Till being in Chicago. Like Emmett Till's now starting to get more awareness. Mm-hmm. But we've known that story our whole life because right. our mom was at the funeral. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are just now hearing that story. Just like right. a lot of people are just now hearing this um Central Park Five story. Mm-hmm. I'm sure in New York it was probably a huge deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. But um it reminded me when I was watching how Watch um it. when people decide like um uh, I am gonna bring, mention a local case now. You remember Ryan Harris? Yeah, 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 yeah. In the nineties. Yeah. Brutally mm-hmm. raped once again, like yeah. Yeah, it was murdered, yeah. Yeah. And they just decided that these two boys from the neighborhood had done it. It's like the city, like basically just the, they were like her age, like like 10, 12, were, like young boys, like, they, like 10 year old. Like yeah. They found semen on the, they don't yeah. even have, a, they don't even have that to even ejaculate. These yeah. are little boys. Mm-hmm. They don't even have that. And the city just decided it was like them that did it. And um, mm-hmm. I was discussing that with some of my people and then some people were like, and then, you know, some people are jaded once yeah, well, when musty boys, they probably did do it. You know what yeah. yeah. So, yeah. It's like, no, they didn't do it. I was like, do I don't it. think, I said, it's, it's, it's a grown man and attacked right. this little girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it turns out that they did find the asshole that did it. Like, mm-hmm. He confessed. It was some creepy guy from the neighborhood. Yeah. And so the boy's parents sued the city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of them settled um for like, let's say, I think two or three million. Mm-hmm. And the other one, I think Wayne went to court and they got way more. I forgot what the other mm-hmm. boys parents, but like they did sue the city after that. Cause mm-hmm. yeah, after that, it's like, you don't choose by, like I say, you have a son, but accuse your son of rape. Yeah. yeah. Like a 10 year old, like right. a, brutally raping and murdering a little a, a child. Right. It's, like, it's like, you don't even have, like, yeah. are you, is your body you even You would sue the city like a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm suing the city of Chicago like a mother. Yeah, I know some attorneys. Yes, I know some. Yeah, yeah we know a few attorneys. Yes. So yeah, mm-hmm. but it was like that when I was watching. I was talking about like sometimes like people just get it set in their head like this is the one where like even when the evidence doesn't point to it. No, we're gonna know, make a stick because yeah. they said that we're gonna, we we gotta one, make a yeah. stick and then that's when they uh, brought Corey in. They was like we gotta make them connect. We gonna make Corey be the ring leader, and they mm-hmm. made Corey be because he was sixteen, so they made yeah. him the ring leader. Mm-hmm. Once it's like, um, even though he probably did, do we gonna go back with like with OJ? <laughs> go, yeah, he did. It's like he, he but um, shit. but they didn't have enough evidence they to convict. Yeah. They just decided that um, like I said, the whole glove. They're like, like it's just like the way that trial is like um, it wasn't enough evidence to convict. Mm-hmm. All signs pointed to he probably did murder the two of them, but. You gotta let what what like his lawyer said if it doesn't fit you must acquit. If you create, yeah, he probably did if it. You but create this much reasonable but doubt. But it's a it's a pretty good chance he didn't do it. Like that's yeah, what it was. Doubt. And that's what sometimes when he just gets stuck in your head is like like that whole day trial probably should have been dismissed way before it was. Yeah, because they didn't have enough to convict. Mm-hmm. He's decided now nah, we're gonna go through with this. 
But like once again, it shows you the wasting, power of money. Wasting like the, the taxpayers' yeah. money. Yeah, it shows you the power. Like OJ was a millionaire; he could afford Johnny Cochran and and, Jan, and Shapiro, Robert Shapiro. He could afford these guys. And yeah, Kardashian, yeah, yeah, and the other guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he could afford those those type of attorneys. The dream team of attorneys. Yeah. Well, these boys couldn't. Right. You saw when they were talking about their lawyer, all of them sucked pretty much. Except like when for they uh, Joshua Jackson. Yeah. Because shout out Joshua Jackson, he was good. Yeah, he was the one he, that didn't suck. Yeah, because yeah. what you recall, they was like, wait a minute, he's a divorce attorney, Blair Underwood's character. They was like, mm-hmm. he's never done criminal law. Then another he's guy a, was legal aid. Is like, just like, yeah. Yeah, he was like, basically, he's like, that's your public defender. Yeah. That's Lionel Hutch, basically. The one guy was really terrible, the one who's with John Leguizamo. Yeah. Because like, he was just like, even when he came out of his opening, um, his opening statement, I was like, I could have done better than that. Because, mm-hmm. like, they was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, the way he was watching him, the only one who was worth a damn was Joshua Jackson because I think he was a former, like, some big wig up mm-hmm. in the police thing, and then he became a lawyer. So he was the only one who actually knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. He was really good. The rest yeah. of them was like... But that's the difference <laughs> when you... um. That's when they say when you have a right to an attorney, if you can't afford one, the one they appoint you is gonna suck. Gonna nine times out of ten, yeah. you're so not you're gonna get Lionel Hutz. You're not you're not gonna appoint Robert Shapiro. Yeah, you're not getting him. You're not getting Johnny. You're not getting. Sorry. You're not getting that. No. You're getting, uh, like you said, Lionel Hutz. Yes, <laughs> so you're getting. They appoint the lawyer. That's what you're going to get. <laughs> So like that's I represent my damn self. I rather I just go based on what I've seen on Law and Order. <laughs> He's my Law and Order. But that's what sucks. Hell, I've watched enough episodes. So it shows the difference while like having money, you can get that good um dream team of attorneys. When you don't have money, you're gonna get what the the Central Five Central Park Five got. Mm-hmm. And they had Johnny Crockett, they would have got off. See, yeah, like, had they had good attorneys, they would have gotten mm-hmm. they would have got acquitted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, there's no evidence leaking my clients to this shit. Like they would have got off. And then the DNA they had, yeah, they had DNA in the socks. So. DNA don't match. Is uh, mm-hmm. he would have got them off. Yeah, yeah, but they didn't have that though. Mm-hmm. So, which what sucked about that. But I'm gonna watch the rest of that. Please is, um, do. Good stuff, man. Yeah. And just shout and- out Ava DuVernay. She another one because she did the Thirteenth mm-hmm. Amendment before. Yeah. And they got a forty-one million dollars settlement. Just mm-hmm. after yes, that. Oh, yeah. The, um, once the, um, after this, they exonerated all five of them when mm-hmm. the other asshole confessed. Mm-hmm. They sued the city of New York. Or whatever. I think they have another lawsuit too. That's yeah. Been, well, they, they sued 20- the state. Yeah. Yeah. They, they sued they the have- city, and then they, they, after they got their forty-one million, they sued the state. Yeah. That one is still. That one still. I think that yeah. one came in twenty sixteen. Yeah. So, and that's like for fifty some million. Yeah. And it's like those boys deserve every single penny. Mm-hmm. They deserve like fifty you million like each. A decade plus of their life. Yeah, they deserve like fifty million yeah. each. Get those mm-hmm. boys that money. Well, those those, those men that because mm-hmm. they were boys and now they're men. Mm-hmm. Give those men that money mm-hmm. for what they had to endure. Pay them mm-hmm. and pay it out the police fund. That's just how I feel. Hey. <laughs> On that note, ready to wrap this up? <laughs> yes. Uh, we had to, we got serious near the end. We're Sorry. all over the place on this podcast, but appreciate each and every one of you supporting Not Another Damn Podcast. It was a lot to get in this week. It's above me now. Yes. <laughs> I think that might be it. It's above That's me now. That's the name of the podcast. It's above, it's above me, me now. now. It's above us now. It's above us now. Yeah. It's above us now. It is. Well, if you um like what we're doing, follow um yeah Osmer. I'd give my stuff at the end. I will say you like this. Get the podcast information yes. first. So subscribe, share, rate, review we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud. We're on iHeart. We're on TLC Talk Radio. Mm-hmm. Hey Tasha. Hey girl. Also like the Facebook fan page. Not another damn podcast. Give that a like. Mm-hmm. 
You can also find us on your Amazon device. Just say, mm-hmm. hey, Alexa, play Not Another Damn Podcast. We'll come through there. Boom. Yep. <laughs> and um, you can follow me now at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram and Twitter. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. Also, check out OzRadio.net. Give you the 90s and 2K classics on the Bomb channel. And on the current channel, I have all your favorite hits of today. Yes. And you can check me out, M-S-I-M-A-H. 626 on Instagram and on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Also, S-T-R-8-G-U-L-L-E-Y-1 on Twitter. S-T-R-8-G-U-L-L-E-Y-7 on Instagram. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out straightgully.com for your blogs and vlogs. And for your video needs, check out straightgullyproductions.com. Well, I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And we will talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone. <laughs>